0: In Stage to Screen, Theatrical Method from Garrick to Griffith, published in 1949, Nicholas Vardak voices the standard view of an evolutionary development of forms, in which the need for spectacle was ultimately best met by the visual medium of film. Vardak discusses at length the melodramatic theater of the 19th century and the stage machinery and theatrical techniques that manifested the train wrecks, water rescues, explosions, gunfights, and stampedes of that era. He argues that the emphasis upon visual display on the melodramatic stage led directly to the rise and eventual triumph of film. The film, boundless in its capacity for both spectacular and realistic pictures, naturally fell heir to the cinematic objectives which had been the principal appeal of this form upon the stage. In their more recent book, Theater to Cinema, Stage Pictorialism and the Early Feature Film, published in 1997, Ben Brewster and Leah Jacobs dispute Fardak's assumptions about a seamless transition and handing off a spectacle. Film didn't merely take over the subject matter of the melodramatic stage. More importantly, it studied theatrical methods. The authors show in great detail, for example, how the cinema adapted the tableau, a staple of the melodramatic stage, for cinematic purposes. The challenge remains for theater to reclaim cinematic techniques to advance the stage as a vibrant visual medium. Practitioners should relish living in a visual culture and not rely upon ancient notions of a dominant theater of the spoken word. As Antonin Artaud observed long ago, the theater is much more than a spoken dramatic text. In terms of a working model, the career of director Sam Mendes might serve as an example. Trained as a stage director, He has now ventured to Hollywood with the lauded films American Beauty, Road to Perdition, and Jarhead. His sensibility in one medium seems to inform his work in another. A feature article profiled him in the New York Times Magazine in 2002 and applauded his artistic cross-training by saying that he directs theater cinematically and directs films theatrically. He recognizes theater as a visual medium, but also sees film as requiring scenic development and not just frenetic cutting and editing. Adding cinematic discipline to the stage with the recognition of distinctive qualities that make a play worthwhile can produce creative and innovative results. The visual vocabulary expands when a director thinks of stage space as having a definite focus and thinks of the eye as a camera. By making comparisons between the media, by citing similarities as well as differences, theatrical work might achieve true distinction and not be viewed as a minor stop on the way to a full career in film. Such progressive optimism may seem entirely outmoded in these postmodern times. More than a decade ago, members of the Association for Theater and Higher Education gathered to hear Richard Schechner, formerly one of the leaders of the American avant-garde and off-off-Broadway theater movement and now a highly paid professor at New York University, deliver the keynote address at the 1992 National Convention in Atlanta. Speaking before an assembly of academics, mostly from theater departments, Schechner preached that their profession would soon come to an end. The fact is, he said, that theater as we have known and practiced it, the staging of written dramas, will be the string quartet of the 21st century, a beloved but extremely limited genre, a subdivision of performance. By describing the theater as an extremely limited genre, he referred to constraints placed upon both producers and the audiences who too infrequently consume such entertainment due to a lack of physical or financial resources. In short, after an occasionally illustrious 2,500-year career, theater had exhausted itself. Although Schechner specifically attacked the text-performance model with its implied hierarchy of playwright-director-actor, he did envision a new collective and collaborative performance tradition emerging to dominate in the new century, an exception that no doubt stemmed from his own background as leader of the performance group in the 1960s, with celebrated productions such as Dionysius in 69, often still cataloged in today's theater history books.